0: Welcome to the Breakthrough and Bloom podcast. My name is Kelsey Marks and I am your host and your Breakthrough BFF. I intend to be an open channel to allow insights to flow in that help you break through to the next level of who you were always meant to be. With these conversations, we're going to shift some perspectives, okay? And we're gonna give you a new way to live the life that you live, allowing the opportunity to truly manifest what it is that you desire. So if you're looking to break through to the next level of who you are, to live the life of your dreams, and to gain a deeper understanding of spiritual topics, well, you have come to the right place. And I know we're going to have so much fun together, and I am beyond excited to have these conversations with you. So let's go ahead and get started, shall we? Hello, hello, lovely, amazing, beautiful soul. Welcome back to another episode here at the Breakthrough and Bloom podcast. How is it going? How are you feeling? How was Scorpio season for you? Did you enjoy it or did you get your ass kicked a little bit? (laughs) How was the full moon this week for you? Did you also sleep like shit like Jordan and I do on every full moon? (laughs) Were you even aware that these things were happening? Well, if you didn't, don't worry about it. But if you do want to become more aware of the happenings of the cosmos around you and how that plays into your life energetically, I got you. So before we dive into this episode, I am just going to do a little tangent here because I wanted to share... But the Breakthrough and Bloom website is now live, which is so exciting because I have been working on this behind the scenes for weeks now, which is actually part of the reason why I haven't been like posting on social media either. And I've been creating a ton of different freebies to help you on your self-growth and your healing journey, including free guided meditations, productivity workbooks, phone backgrounds, and... If you want to join the email list, which you should, by the way, support your girl, okay? (laughs) You'll also get emails letting you know what the fuck is going on cosmically. Full moons, new moons, retrogrades, moving into new signs, eclipses, you know, all the fun shit that can really impact us from day to day, but can also be used to speed up your manifestations when you're using them intentionally. All of that good stuff gentle reminders for you right in your inbox to let you know. So if you're like, why the fuck am I so like on edge right now? And then all of a sudden you'll see my email being like, Hey, did you know it's a full moon? How are you doing? You'll be like, Oh my God, it makes sense. That's also funny because my friend sent me a Real on Instagram of someone who is like that one person who always blames everything on the full moon. And I was like, wow, that is so me. And here I am literally doing it. But yeah, that is so me. <laughs> so do me a favor. And after this episode, because listen to this first, of course, go check out my new website, breakthroughandbloom.com and join the fam bam. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> Sign up to get those emails and let me know what you think of the whole website in total too, because I spent a long time on it and I'd love to know if you love it just as much as I do. Okay. So (laughs) thank you for that and allowing me to do a little bit of a tangent. Now let's get started with today's episode, shall we? This episode is a goodie. And I know that I say that a lot, but for real, I was so excited about recording this episode this morning that I couldn't get my, like, internal monologue, like, the full-blown conversations I have with myself to stop talking enough for me to do yoga. Like, I was just like, let's go! So today, this topic is more about our relationships with others, whether it's romantic or platonic, I know I talk a lot about like ourselves and our inner work, but today I I want to focus more on ourselves in relationships, right? And I want to talk about something I think we all need to understand and see the clear distinction between these two things, which is compromising versus settling. And this came up for me because of a lovely conversation I had with a wonderful human being. And I thought, you know what? this is something I should share because not only of my experience of going through this and like learning about this from literally going through it, but also just because it's like, I know there's other people struggling with this too. And I want to help make it really clear what the differences are between these two, but also the importance of them. And I want to make sure everybody else that you know it as well too. So then you can move forward with a lot more confidence in your choices in relationships. So let's start with compromising. What is it? Why is it important? What role does it play in relationships? And I have touched on this before in previous episodes, uh, specifically the episode called the art of listening, how to have deeper connections with others but I will talk about it again here in a different way. But if you like this one, go check out that one as well too. So for me, compromising is finding a middle ground that satisfies all parties involved. So it's an equal balance of give and take. It's looking at all sides of the situation, understanding all of the emotions involved, the desires behind everything, the beliefs involved, and finding a middle ground that makes sense to everyone who is involved. And it has everyone feeling seen, heard, validated, and included. And based on that, it's pretty clear why it's important to have this in relationships, right? It's making sure that everyone is heard, making sure that everyone is included, Uh, that everyone can share their feelings and opinions openly, that everyone is listened to. And at the end of the day, isn't that like some of the most important parts of relationships, the things that we just want the most, right? Inclusivity, being heard, being appreciated, being respected, right? Like these are all things that make us feel good in relationships. And the thing with compromising that really makes it work is making sure that wherever you land, that everybody is actually happy with it, that everybody is actually agreeing to it because they want to, because it feels good to, and they want to move forward with this new agreement or this new plan. Otherwise, you're not really compromising, okay? So if... Not everybody is on the same page and happy with how it's going and feeling like they're getting what they need out of it and it feels balanced, like the give and take is the same. It's not really compromising because one person or a group has a dominant say versus someone else or another group, right? Because if one person's not really that happy about it, that means that their say didn't really get across quite as much, right? Or it's not as important, right? And in a perfect world, everyone can always find a happy middle ground, right? (laughs) But I know, we don't live in a world where everyone is that flexible, where everyone can easily understand multiple viewpoints, that everyone has empathy. I get it, I don't live under a rock, okay? I know that compromising doesn't always fucking happen. The thing with compromise and compromising is to remember that sometimes you're not necessarily going to find a middle ground with someone because they either aren't like flexing at all or they're asking you to give up too much or the other way, you're asking too much of someone else and and they're not able to do it for you. But the the thing is, is that like... (laughs) compromising for the little things it's like not that important right like you don't need to fight over little things like where are we gonna go eat right like you can let those things slide it's like the really big things in your life those are the things that when you are compromising on you want to make sure everyone is really happy because depending on what it is it's it could be not a big deal like something like where are we going to go eat tonight not a big deal If you don't win the group vote, right? Like, life's not going to end. You're just not maybe eating your favorite food. It's one night. But if you, like, are in a relationship where you never get to pick where you go, or someone's always shooting down your ideas, or there's some external influence telling you what to pick or what you should like, like, that's different, right? So in a situation where it's, like, it's a one-off, compromising doesn't really like matter that much you can let it go right you don't have to like argue for it whatever but when it's like the bigger things where it's happening a lot and it's causing you distress over an extended period of time like that's really when you want to focus on finding compromise because sometimes compromise really isn't worth the discussion right for a one night out is it worth having like a sit down with someone and be like oh this is how I'm feeling Obviously you should, but like, is it really worth it in that case? Like, can you just let it slide? Like that is a compromise, right? In that, in that way, you could be like, oh, okay, we can eat what you want this time. And next time I want, like, we should go do this. That's a simple comp- compromise. Honestly, it actually just happened, but you don't have to do like the bigger ones, but compromise is like super, super important for the big things. And that's why I want to focus on this that it's not about the little mundane things necessarily, though it can be. But I'm talking about, like, the big things in life that can make or break relationships. Like the desire to have or not have children. I know that breaks up relationships. Religious beliefs can do that as well. Desires of where you want to live can cause rifts. What type of job you have, you know, you can cause a rift not with, like, relationships like that but like your relationships with work right co-workers your boss and things like that um, the way you want to love and be loved is also like super important too right the way you communicate things like that right like these are really big things and these are things that are worth taking the time to find a middle ground and and compromise on because listen at the end of the day we all want to love and be loved right? And we need to ensure that we are loving and being loved in equal parts and in a way that works for us specifically. And for relationships in this context, because most of what I'm going to talk about today is like relationships, but there's things called love language for a reason, right? So based on our past, our upbringing, we all have our ways of wanting to show and receive love. So for example, for me, I loved gift giving. I just, I love gift giving. That's how I show love. And to receive it, I like words of affirmation. And my husband, Jordan, lucky for me, (laughs) gives love through words of affirmation and quality time and likes to receive quality time together. That's how he receives love. And knowing what desires lie on each end of, you know, this conversation, this relationship, it's imperative for finding what works for everyone involved, right? Getting really clear on what it is you want, getting really clear on what makes you feel good, getting really clear on what makes you feel safe, right? You got to get really clear on that. Like you have to be honest with yourself too. Like this is what makes me feel good, right? And then you have to get really clear on what the other person wants, what they need, what feels good and safe to them. And then that's when you can find a middle ground and compromise. That's when it actually works, right? When you're taking in all sides of the situation, not just saying, this is me, me, me. I want this. I want this. I want this, right? Like you're saying, like, I can see where you're coming from. I understand what you need as well. And like, let's put the pieces of the puzzle together and see how they fit. And this is how you build really good, solid foundations because no one feels like they're giving more than them they're receiving. It feels even, it feels mutual, it feels inclusive, right? The things that are really important for humans, right? We want to feel included, we want to feel heard, we want to feel valued, we want to feel like we're part of it, not just being dictated around. And the thing too is prior to going into these conversations with the intent to find a middle ground, you gotta make sure you know you you know what you want, you, you, you're clear on it, right? And you also have to know what your maximum amount of flexing or compromising in, like what is the bare minimum for you to be happy? And I'm not saying like bottom of the barrel, bare minimum, but like when you think about it, what is like, if I get this I will be happy and it's not like if I get all of this oh my god that would be amazing this is like if I get this like this will feel so much better for me right and it can be a lot smaller than what like the big desire or like need that you have is right so get like really aware of yourself prior to this and being like what is the max I'm willing to bend on this if you know the other person's perspective is like on the other end or their belief is on the other end of yours you can, you can think about it and be like, okay, I know what they're going to ask of me, right? Because that's their belief. How far am I willing to bend and am I still going to be happy about it in the long run? Not like short run, like, oh, okay, I'll be okay with this a week. But for like the long run, how much are you willing to bend? How far are you willing to say no to yourself for someone else? And you need to stand firm in this too, because the fact that you're saying no to something for yourself, for someone else. I, I don't like love that, but I know that it is necessary for compromise. Right. And it's not like you're saying no completely to yourself. You're just saying like, instead of eating the whole cake, I'll just have a piece. Right. (laughs) And you're still going to be happy with that piece of cake. It's just how far are you willing to flex for someone to where you're still happy and you have to stand firm in it. You have to be like, no, this is like, this is what I need, right? I know myself and I know I need this. So for example, just so you can kind of like see this in action for what I'm saying, because I know for me, analogies help make things make a lot more sense. So let's just say for shits and giggles that you're in a relationship with someone and you really, really like want physical touch and intimacy. Like that to you is what makes you feel seen, loved, important, like valued in a relationship is when someone just like wants to touch you and hold you and cuddle you and like that to you is like yes that means love baby I love it and let's say your partner doesn't do PDA isn't touchy-feely and has a hard time sharing emotions but ends up doing these like really sweet romantic gestures and gifts randomly that are just like so thoughtful and not just like gifts to like make you shut up but like just so much like love and thought goes into it right There's a bit of imbalance here, right? Like you want all the touchy and feely and your partner is like, I don't do touchy feely. It's just not what makes me comfortable. But I love doing really grand gestures and taking care of you and, you know, giving things to you in that way because who knows, maybe they grew up and they didn't get gifts. So like to them, that's like a thing. I don't know. Now I'm getting like way too into it. I'm giving these fake characters a backstory. Oh my God. Okay. So, um, so let's say you guys have a conversation and you're like, Hey, I want to talk about how, like my love language, how I receive love in a relationship and how I give it because right now I am kind of struggling to feel like the love in the way that feels good to me. And it's not saying, like, what you're doing is wrong. It's just saying, like, I'm kind of struggling here and I want to find balance, right? And you're being honest about it and you're not putting blame on anything. You're just being honest about it. And then let's say your partner says the same thing, like, okay, I'm also struggling because I don't like constant touch and I, like, feel bad about it and I want to give you things and provide. And that's, like, how I give gifts, but you never seem to, like, really be excited about them. And to them, maybe they, like to receive love with quality time. And you didn't even know that. Right. And for the sake of this, let's say they, they don't feel like they've gotten enough quality time. Okay, great. So now you guys are like totally clear of like, Oh, this is how you like to give and receive love. And this is where you're kind of feeling lacking, right? What feels good? What doesn't feel good for each of you? So you can see like the whole picture. So now you have a bunch of all these like different puzzle pieces that you can put together and see In the middle, what works for each of you that, like, each puzzle piece gets included in? And it can be as simple as, like, since you crave physical touch, that maybe it's, like, hey, once a week, can we, like, cuddle on the couch and watch a movie? Like, we're at home. You don't have to worry about PDA or anything like that. Or, like, if you do crave something that's in public, is it, like... If you're uncomfortable holding hands, like when we walk together, can we link arms? Or when you are standing next to each other, could you just put your hand on my back or something? So like we're touching, right? Um, things that aren't like asking them to change themselves completely, right? Like but that can start for them. And the thing too, is like these compromises can start kind of small and then they'll realize that like, oh, it is okay to show PDA, right? Like, and then they get more comfortable and more comfortable instead of like asking them to go so far out of their comfort zone that they just freeze or they get angry, right? Like it's like dipping your toe into the hot tub and realizing, oh shit, that's hot. But like, I kind of like it, right? And maybe on your end, It's like, oh, okay, like you want more quality time together. Like I will put my phone away an hour before and after dinner. So like we have two hours uninterrupted and then we have dinner time that we're creating dinner together, right? Or during the day, maybe if you both work at home, it's like, okay, let's take like a lunch break together and like consciously set the time to do that together. Or maybe you set like a date night that happens once a month that it's like, no matter what, we're always doing this on this day, right? Like, I don't know what it would be, but like the fact that I just came up with this scenario off the top of my head. And then I came up with all of these like middle grounds that could be potential. You see what I'm saying? Like when you take the time to look at like everything, it gets easier to put pieces of the puzzle together because you have more variables, right? You have more options that could end up working for everyone. And the thing, too, is with compromising, it's not about changing who you are. It's not about asking someone to change. It's not about changing who you are either. It's about embracing where you're at currently and finding a way that they can be who they are. They can be comfortable enough and that they can speak in a language that like feels good to themselves, but also feels good to you. Like you're able to receive and they're able to give. That's what this compromising is all about, right? Is It's about finding a way that everyone feels heard and they feel like they're receiving. The give and take is even. We want that even exchange of energy. So you're probably thinking like, well, what happens if there is no middle ground? I've had plenty of conversations where I've asked for things and I got a flat out no, right? Like whatever your bare minimum is that you set and, and they won't flex to it. Right. So you get like kind of nothing. So for this example, let's say like the bare minimum was your hand on, like the hand on the back in public type thing, um, or cuddling once a week and they won't do either, but they give you something else. Like, how about I like wink at you in public and and we can hug more often in the day. Like, okay, they're trying, right. We appreciate it. They're trying, but like It's not enough for you, right? You had your bare minimum set before. That was a hand on my back and cuddling once a week. Like, that's my bare minimum. Long term, if you say, okay, yeah, like the wink and and more hugs. That's cool. Let's do that. Long term, that's not going to be enough because it did not meet your bare minimum. And if you say yes now, that just leads the other person to believing that it is enough for you. You're essentially lying to them and lying to yourself. And you might even leave the conversation feeling like it didn't go that great. You might also like feel worse than you did before. You might feel less heard. You might feel like you didn't get truly taken into consideration. And like in these middle cases, if a a middle ground isn't found, you need to have a very serious conversation with yourself. You need to ask yourself, this is actually what you want and need in your life. And I mean that from like the relationship, it can be like jobs too. Like, is this supporting you? Is this promoting growth within you? Is this fulfilling you? Is this adding value to your life? And if you can't answer a resounding yes to all of these things, take some time to really consider what is most important to you. Is it your happiness or is it the happiness of others? and in these cases you might have to go separate ways which honestly isn't as fucking terrible as it seems okay <laughs> especially when there's a huge massive divide right and i'm not saying like splitting ways over a trivial shit i'm saying like big things like like big things like wanting kids versus not wanting kids right like that's a lifestyle change that's a lifestyle difference Religious beliefs, it's a lifestyle difference. How to raise a family, how to invest your money, moving in together or not moving in together. Like those are lifestyle changes, those decisions. And if you can't be on board with that, that means if you accept what they are giving, it is not a life that you want. It is not a life that fulfills you. It is not a life that matches your desires, matches your true vibration. Because these big things, these lifestyle choices, these are not things that you can settle for. You can compromise, but you cannot settle. And that's where I came up with this idea and I wanted to give the distinction of settling versus compromising. So I'm not saying you have to go out there and demand everything to be exactly your way, right? No. That's unrealistic. There is compromise that is absolutely necessary for co- for for all relationships, romantic, platonic, and in your work. Compromise is to meet in the middle. It's to find the even amount of give and take that makes everyone happy, makes everyone feel good, makes Everyone just like the energy just keeps flowing around right and it's important and it's like really I, I'm just gonna say it again it's really important and like the base of relationships right because it's it's trusting that you can give to others and you can receive from others and that is fucking huge that's what relationships are all about settling when like in these conversations for balance settling is when one partner is giving more than they feel they are receiving. And this, this should never be something that you accept for yourself or allow others to accept for themselves. If you are leaving a conversation like, well, they'll never do this for me. So I guess I just need to get used to it. Right? Like this is the life or I just can't have what I want. Like, stop it. Okay. Stop it right there. First of all, If you ask someone for something and they say no, it's not that you are not worthy. It's not that you aren't good enough. It's not that you can't have it. It simply means that you are asking the wrong person. You are asking the wrong person. Someone who is not capable of giving you what you desire. That's all it means. You're asking someone who is not able to contribute in a way that makes your contributions feel valued, rewarded, reciprocated, whatever. And guess what? Not everyone will be able to give and receive on your level because we are not all on the same vibration, right? In fact, you're probably going to get a fuck ton more no's or misalignments in your life than yes. But the only yes that truly matters is the one that you give yourself. That, yes, I can have this. You know what? I am worthy of this. I do deserve this because you fucking do. It's not up for debate. You absolutely do because of the fact that you fucking exist. Simple as that. You always have been worthy and you will always be worthy of your desires. And if someone is saying that they can't do that for you, guess what? You now have the opportunity to give that to yourself, to be able to say yes to yourself. To be able to say, okay, I'll give that to myself for now. I'll let you go and create space for something or someone else to come into my life that can say yes to that that can flow into my life when the time is right and support me in the way that I'm looking for. Because listen, you are too amazing, too wonderful, too perfectly you to ever allow anyone to tell you what you can and you cannot have. Because you can do, you can be, you can have, you can experience anything and everything that you want to in this life. All you have to say is yes to yourself. And eventually, because, you know, manifesting on earth takes time, eventually someone or something else will be on the same vibration as you and give you that yes. Do not ever fucking settle, okay? Do not settle for less than you desire like deep down in your heart your soul if you are not happy do not fucking settle okay that discomfort is telling you you have outgrown this situation you are too amazing of a soul to not live fully authentically you are too perfect of a being to not live a life that makes you happy You are too wonderful to sit in a relationship or sit in a job that is taking more than it gives you. And I have a real life example of this working in action. Okay. (laughs) So about me back in my late teens, early twenties, I was in a relationship that wasn't really great for me at that time, mentally or emotionally but I was in it for a long time. I think around like five years or so. I was also dissociating during this time. So give me a break. In this relationship, I never really felt safe to share how I felt. I never felt like I had a say in the plans or the things that we did when we did it, how we did it, whatever, who we did it with. I never felt like, I was important enough to make it to the top of the list of important things or people. That was like one of the biggest issues I had is that I always felt like I came in third place no matter what. Like I would never be more important than these other two people. I didn't feel like I had a voice. I didn't feel like what I said mattered. And it wasn't until I ended that relationship that I decided for me That I needed to change. I needed to grow. I was too fucking uncomfortable to stay stagnant. I needed to know what it felt like to say no to others and to say yes to me. I needed to know what yes felt like. And I got to the point where I was like... It wasn't just no's I was handing out. It was like, fuck you, no. Right? Like, I had swung the other way once I got out of this relationship. Like, I went from saying... no to me yes to everyone else to fuck you no yes to me um like I was just you know I I was going through it and I had to experience it that way but anyways so like I was just like I was so tired of this I wanted to feel like someone's number one for once because I never felt like that I wanted to feel important enough to be heard and I had to end it I had to say yes to myself first before I was ever going to experience it externally in a relationship. I had to say yes to me, which meant no to that relationship. I had to pick me first. I had to know what it felt like to be number one by making myself my own number one. I had to hear myself and listen to my emotions to know what it felt like to be heard And I did. And I ended the relationship. And I started saying yes to me very loudly, again, to the point where it was like, kind of fucking rude to others. But like, listen, it was the first time in my life I was saying yes to me. So like, balance was not a thing. (laughs) It is now, but it wasn't then. And I did that, right? I chose me. I chose me for once. I knew what I wanted. I knew that What I wanted, I was not ever going to be able to receive there. And I said, I'm just done accepting something that isn't me. That isn't what I desire. That doesn't fill me up. That makes me feel like shit more than it makes me feel good. And guess fucking what? I kid you not. Within a year of ending that relationship, I had met Jordan, my husband, my soulmate. And I wasn't looking for a partner. I was fully enjoying the like, fuck everybody, I'm choosing me. And like, I was fully embracing and loving myself and saying yes to myself and knowing what that felt like and putting myself first and know what it felt like to be important. Right? And when I met him, I instantly was like, oh, that phase is over now. Like, this is the guy. Like, instantly, after the first time we met, I think we, like, agreed to start dating exclusively after our first date. Like, and it didn't feel weird or rushed or anything. And I think it was after three months of us dating, he moved in. Moved in with me across the country. Like, this was meant to be, right? Like, I'm not kidding, like, meant to be. And as soon as I met him, I was like, yep, okay, that phase of my life of being like, me, 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 I'm choosing me, what does it feel like? It was like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready now. Like, this feels so good to be back in a partnership with someone. And what's crazy to me, looking back, is if I had never said yes to me, done that really scary thing of ending a relationship, getting out of my comfort zone, if I had never said yes to me, I wouldn't be in the amazing relationship that I'm in now. I wouldn't be in this relationship that has allowed me to grow and has inspired me to heal myself and to be better in ways that I didn't even know I was capable of being, right? Like This is why I'm saying, as clear as I I can possibly say right now, Do not fucking settle ever because you don't know how good it can be when you start saying yes to yourself, even if it means being alone for a bit, even if it means being uncomfortable for a bit, even if it means being sad for a bit, because how the universe works, I'm telling you, is that when you start to say yes to you by choosing you, by loving yourself, This is the vibration that you become, right? Someone who chooses themselves, someone who loves themselves, someone who is worthy of being loved and being chosen. You begin to attract that, which means you attract someone who vibrates at that same level as well, aka someone that also loves themselves and that takes care of themselves, but also knows how to like put you first when you need it and to give you what you desire and is capable of doing what you're asking without asking them to change who they are. It, it's just going to be them. It's going to be natural for them. It's not going to feel like work because the match is happening on a vibratory level. And I'm telling you, it is impossible for this not to happen when you start doing the shifting work. Okay. It's how the laws of the universe work. Law of attraction, law of represent, Oh my God. I can't say it. Repro sit- whatever reflection backs, right? Okay. Mirrors. (laughs) And you know, you know what too is I have seen this in other people's lives as well. Not just mine. My best friend, Ray recently went through this too. She like finally got out of relationship. She finally chose herself. She started saying yes to herself. She started taking care of herself and guess what? Within a year, she's found someone who is miles better than any of her previous relationships. Like miles better is, is supportive and is already helping her grow, right? And they, it, it's a fresh relationship and she's already growing within it, right? If you want to be happy, I am telling you, start saying yes to yourself. This is the secret. <laughs> I am letting you in on the secret of happiness. It is saying yes to yourself. And this isn't just like romantic relationships either, even though that this has been what my examples and most of what I've been talking about is, but even like your work, your job, if it's taxing, if it's not fulfilling, if it makes you feel fucking miserable, if you cry in the middle of your fucking shift, I've done all of those things, by the way, don't stay. Get out of that fucking job, apply elsewhere, talk to other people, see what's going on out there. Go try random new things like take something else that is temporary instead. If you want to get certifications or learn something new, then fucking do it. Don't wait for someone to give you an invitation. If you have a dream to start a business, then fucking do it. Don't wait for an invitation. All I'm saying is do not fucking settle for anything in your life, relationships, friends, where you live, how you invest your money, how you spend your time, your career, your job, your hobbies, anything that makes you, you, anything that is shaping your lifestyle, do not fucking settle. You are too important to accept less than what you need. You are too important to accept less than what fills your cup. You are too important to settle for less because you are not less than. You are everything. You are worthy of all of your desires. Sometimes you do have to compromise. So it doesn't look exactly like you had in your mind. But if you are left feeling fulfilled, feeling included, feeling like you're getting what you need out of it, having... The feeling that you desire, right? Like you're getting the feeling that you're looking for. Not necessarily the how, but, but the what is, is what you're getting, right? That's what matters. It's not the how, it's the what. It's how you feel. What do you leave feeling like? Is that what you want? If yes, good. You compromise and you're still getting, you're not settling. If not, it's time to check in. Where are you saying no to yourself when you should be saying yes? Where are you holding back for others' comfort? Where are you making yourself small for others? Where are you accepting things that don't feel good to you? Because listen, you did not come here on earth to play small. Especially if you're listening to this. You did not come here to play small and by someone else's rules. You didn't come here to play someone else's game. You came here to be you. You came here to live authentically. You came here to find joy in your day to day, to feel fulfilled and to actually genuinely love yourself and your life. All I'm saying is if you haven't been saying yes to yourself enough, it's time to start. You deserve it. And remember, never fucking settle. And in case no one has told you this today, you are doing amazing, sweetie. Beyond amazing, actually. I am so fucking proud of you. Keep fucking slaying, okay? And I love you. I love you. I love you. Don't fucking settle, okay? (laughs) Bye.